Hey y'all, welcome back to the That's What She Read podcast with me, Nikki T, your Bible study buddy, real chill, real faith-filled on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and get right into it. Today, we're going to talk about a real OG by the name of Rahab or Rahab, as I've heard people call her. I'm going to call her Rahab. Now, Rahab was a woman of the night, if you will, doing things for change was her line of business look. She was a prostitute. She was a hooker. She was a whore by definition, if you will, but don't judge her. Just listen to her story, okay? So this particular story is part of a much larger story that we will cover at some point down the line. It's the story of Joshua leading the Israelites to the promised land from captivity in Egypt after Moses died. That story will take several episodes to cover, but right now, let's just zero in on Miss Rahab, honey. So this picks up in Joshua chapter 2, verse 1, where Joshua sent two spies ahead of the gang to go sneak a little peek at the promised land that they was on their way to take over. And in these times, obviously, everybody was traveling through the wilderness on foot. I just assumed that, you know, Joshua sent the two spies up ahead while the rest of the crew took a break. So he told the spies to go scout the land on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho, because that's what they had their eye on. So the two spies get to the spot and end up outside Rahab's house and just went ahead and spent the night there. Now, it's unclear as to whether or not Rahab was on the clock with them that night. I just suggest that we all mind our black business on that, okay? But somebody saw the two men going in Rahab's house and snitched to the king that Rahab had Israelite spies in her house. Now, pause. Are y'all noticing that snitches did not get enough stitches during biblical times? Like, these people did everything but mind their business in the Bible, but moving right along. Somebody snitched on Rahab for housing the ops, and the king ordered her to bring the man out. Does that sound familiar? The people were yelling for Lot to bring out his house guests. In last week's bonus episode, Sodom and Gomorrah is not Atlanta. Um, If you haven't checked that out, check that out. But you can't tell me that they wasn't banging in biblical times. Like, new people enter a city and get bullied back out of it. No, no, no. Anyway, the king ordered Rahab to bring them out. Rahab was like, yeah, them fools stopped through earlier, but they gone. Uh, They went that way. (laughs) If you hustle, you can catch them. So the king sent his goons up the trail on a dummy mission to go find them. Meanwhile, Rahab had them boys hiding up on her roof up under some bundles of flax. Before the spies went to bed that night, Rahab went up to the roof to go holler at them. She was like, look, I already know God is giving you this land. She said the whole town was scared of them because they had all heard about how God had parted the Red Sea for the Israelites to walk through. So the Israelites, you know, they had already gang banged up some little places and stuff too. They had a little reputation and Rahab knew all about it. So she said the whole town was living in terror over the idea of even coming in contact or having to battle the Israelites. They knew that God Almighty fought on their behalf. Remember to know who fights for you, boo. I know who fights for me. Remember to know who fights for you. Anyway, Israel had ran up on a few blocks by then. Like I said, they was just kind of like approaching different armies. Like how you figure that your crew can affect my crew. Rahab knew not to go against them. So she made a deal. She was like, I know y'all coming for us and y'all gonna win. Since I'm hiding you out here, you know, I'm doing you a fair one. 
I want you to promise to spare me, my daddy, my mama, my brothers, my sisters, and all their families when y'all run through here tearing stuff up. The spies was like, bet, if you stay solid, we'll spare you and your people when the Lord gives us this land. So Rahab was like, cool, okay, so this is what you do. Shimmy down this rope out my window, book it to the hill country, and duck off over there for three days until they give up looking for you. Then you can head back to your people. So the spies was like, okay, look, we only keeping this promise not to murk you and your people if you do this. Leave this scarlet rope that you just let us shimmy down, hanging out your window, and have you and all your family here in this house when we run through here. Anybody that steps outside this house is going to be done up, and that's going to be on y'all because we're telling you now. If any of our people lay a hand on anybody that is inside this house, we're going to handle that. If you fold or betray us in any way, all bets are off. It's, it's, listen, it's kill, spray, everything in the way. If you outside this house. Rahab was like, cool. She went on ahead and left that rope hanging out that window right then. Because what you're not going to do is catch a girl slipping. She just like, look, I'm going to just leave this rope out here now. So Joshua spies ducked off in the hill country like she told them to for three days. And the men did give up chasing them after that time frame. And they booked it back to the camp, the spies. And they told Joshua everything that happened. They was like, oh, the Lord is giving us all that territory. Everybody over there is scared of us. We got him. <laughs> so... A lot of things happened from that point leading up to Israel finally storming Jericho, slaying everybody, men, women, children, everybody could get it before they burned the whole area down. But Joshua made sure to tell the spies to go keep their promise to Rahab. So in chapter 6, Rahab and everybody in her house was spared and Joshua allowed her and her people to continue living there in Jericho with him and his people after Israel took over because she looked out for the team. I mean, she didn't look out for her own land, but she looked out for her people. She looked out her for, for like, you know, her family, her immediate family, her extended family. She looked out for them and she looked out for the spies. So what y'all think? Does that make her solid or not? That she betrayed her land, but looked out for her family. What you think? Anyway, that's the end of that story. Once again, thank you for listening to the That's What She Read podcast. As always, that's what I read, but I want to know what you read. The scriptures that we covered today will be linked in the show notes. Please remember that you can leave me voice messages. I will leave a link to do so in the notes as well. I hope you learned something today, and I hope to hear from you. Bye, y'all.